So yesterday ended rather dramatically. So dramatic, in fact, that I got someone commenting to say, I don't know what's happened to the dollop, but it doesn't seem as if it's all uploaded. It did. That's because it was intended to be a dramatic ending. Don't worry, people. That's where we left it yesterday. If you haven't been following this from the start, I'm going to do a very brief recap. Yesterday, I was on a bit of a walk. I went on a walk to mull things over, and that's where we left it. We rejoined myself on that walk, and I continued to mull things over after the revelation that we've just left on. Regular dollop listeners will know that when I go for a walk, I just go for a walk around my block. When I say my block, I mean the block that I live on. I don't own a block. My goodness, he's a folk singer. Suppose that's what happens now. You win two BBC Radio 2 folk awards and you, you own a piece of land. So I'm walking around the block and then there's a dead end and then I have to go back on myself. And I do that just because I don't really want to have to think about a route and I don't want to get lost. So I just go round and round the block. I am mentioning that for a reason, which will become apparent in today's dollop. But before we continue, here's a very brief recap. It's a bit of a montage, and then it's basically going to go straight in. No transition, straight in to the next bit. Thanks for listening. My housemate Ben, in the spring of 2008, went to a car boot sale in Scarborough. He bought a reel-to-reel player, and that reel-to-reel player came with a reel-to-reel tape. Here we are. Unexpected strangers from the future, listening to their private world. The sound of a family having a gathering. Ken, Audrey, Uncle Leslie, Auntie Shishi, short for Sheila maybe? David, could that be the baby? Clues are coming in here. We're piecing this together. I want to find them, I want to track them down, maybe even speak to them. Taking part in this play is Stephen Mainprise, David Cooper, Don Roper and Lindsay Watson. I can find people called Stephen Mainprise and David Cooper who come from the Scarborough area, get in touch with them and try and explain the situation. Hello, is that Stephen? Speaking. David Cooper, Lindsay Watson and a Dawn Roper. Any yeah. of that ring any bells? Yeah, all of them. Really? All of them, yeah. So it may be that the tape recording belongs to David Cooper then, maybe. He died, apparently. David Cooper, who may well be responsible for the recording. We found out yesterday that David Cooper died. So I went to the Scarborough News online archive site, found their obituaries page, and it said type in first and second name. So I did, David Cooper, and there was one result. He died in 2004. Is it the same David Cooper? If the reel-to-reel player belongs to David Cooper, chances are he's got a dad called Ken. I decided out of interest on the obituaries page to do a search for Ken Cooper. And again, one result came up. Passed away 2013. Aged 82. Partner of Kathleen. Father to Jacqueline. And the late David. And the late David. Husband of Pauline. Funeral service to be held at East Riding Crematorium on Thursday the 15th of August at 11am. Donations welcome for Filey Lifeboat. Resting at A. Axby and Sons, Filey. Well, I mean, that was unexpected. The late David. So there is a Ken Cooper. The only Ken Cooper listed in Scarborough News' obituaries page. There's only one David Cooper listed and there's only one Ken Cooper listed. We had this tape in 2008, and it's taken me till 2016 to do anything about it. I could have done all this earlier. I could have done this when Ken was still alive. I know I'm getting ahead of myself, and it may be nothing to do with Ken, but it's likely, isn't it, that Ken was the owner of the reel-to-reel player, and his son David made that recording. That's where I am. Didn't recognise any other names. Partner of Kathleen and husband of the late Pauline. Well, as far as I'm aware, there was no Kathleen or Pauline on that recording. 
that makes it seem a little bit weird as well. Like that makes me think it's not the same person. So I don't know. Obviously I don't know. It's all just conjecture. But I'm just astounded by this Ken Cooper, David Cooper thing. Where the heck was Kathleen or Pauline? Well, I mean, I suppose there's a chance that Pauline died and Ken wasn't with anybody at that point. Maybe Pauline had just died when that recording was made. I... But there was another name. He had a daughter, Ken, called Jacqueline. Jacqueline Cooper. I thought, well, we need to see if we can find her. I looked for Jacqueline Cooper on Facebook, but it's so difficult. I mean, firstly, it relies on her still being called Jacqueline Cooper. It also relies on the fact that she still lives in Scarborough or relies on the fact that she's put some reference to the fact that she lives in Scarborough or that she used to go to a school in Scarborough. That's quite a lot to ask for. If someone was trying to find me on Facebook from an old recording and they thought we're looking for someone in Hartlepool, I don't think my Facebook says I come from Hartlepool, so chances are they'll just go past me without knowing. And also, Jacqueline might be married, so I had no joy finding Jacqueline. Obviously, if Stephen gets in touch, then I might be able to get in contact with her. So I'm not sure who these other people are. Who are Audrey? Who are Les? It seems like this is a party full of family, but it doesn't have to be. Oh, hello? Oh, hang on, I think someone's calling me. Hello? talking to me? Maybe he's not talking to me. This is why I should have a cane. It doesn't really help when you don't. I assume he's not. Oh, you are talking to me. You alright? Yeah, uh, How are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah of course, yeah. Uh, I just wondered... Hmm. Sorry, I've just seen you walking up and down a few no, times. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, sorry, I'm I'm, I'm I'm blind, so I'm going for a walk, but I don't want to go too far. Oh, <laughs> so no, I was no. literally doing that. And uh, I'm just on the phone, so sorry about Alex, that. I do apologise. No, it's I've fine. Seen you I, a was... Few times. I do apologise. <laughs> no, apologize. no, it's absolutely I've fine. I've just sat in house and I've just seen you a few Yeah, no, times. I was. <laughs> probably just look quite odd to the neighbours who, uh, <laughs> who could see me. So, so fear not. If there's anybody else who asks what the weird bloke is doing, walking back and forth, then you know what's going on. <laughs> no worries, mate. All right. Let's take care. All right, you too. Thank you. I did say eventually, didn't I? It's only natural that someone would wonder what's going on. Especially when it's a dead end as well. So I have to just keep walking back on myself. It's a bit ridiculous, really. But there we are. Yeah, I wonder how many other neighbours are worried. I can understand why people are worried. It probably looks like I'm casing the joint. Like I'm blatantly just walking backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, the same stretch of road time and time again. If I'm trying to be inconspicuous, I'm not doing a very good job. I'd be like the shittest joint caser in the world the shittest burglar in the world really wouldn't i just sort of oh, just keep walking down the same stretch of road there probably being caught on variety of cameras i mean the neighbors have probably already taken photos out of the windows and stuff anyway it may be that they're surrogate family but then they did say nana so i assume you don't normally have a surrogate nana do you anyway i'm going to assume that they're family and we just haven't come into contact with them yet for whatever reason because they're aunts and uncles so why would we but it's difficult to find them. I did search for Audrey Cooper. I haven't searched for Kathleen Cooper. He won't be called Kathleen Cooper, will she? Because it was partner, not husband. So it'll be Kathleen somebody else. So there's no point searching for that. Pauline Cooper's probably not gonna really bring anything up. I mean, maybe. I suppose actually, I didn't think about searching for Pauline Cooper in the obituaries page. I'll have to do that tonight. I mean, as well, I could search for, hang on, didn't David have a son? Annoyingly, I've just looked. 
curse David Cooper's chromosomes. He's had three children, but they were girls. So they're not going to help me. I mean, I could try Janet, Christine and Joanne. So I could do that. Joanne Cooper, Janet Cooper, Christine Cooper. Might bring something up. But if it was a boy, it would be so much easier. Okay, there's another thing that's getting me. I was speaking to Elsa, for you non-dollar regulars. She is my housemate, Ben's girlfriend. She pointed out, quite rightly, that David Cooper can't be Baby David. We think there's a Baby David because it's on that recording of someone introducing the family to the baby and someone at one point says David as if they're talking to a baby and then when they're introducing the baby to the family doesn't mention David as one of the people in the room who the baby's been introduced to. You can use basic reasoning to assume that David is therefore the baby. But if David's the baby, and we reckon this New Year's Eve party is 1969 or 70, and the reel-to-reel -reel player belonged to Ken Cooper, then we can safely assume, I think, that David isn't the baby. Well, surely that means then, you might be thinking, that David was not the baby, and he just so happened to be in the room, and people were talking to him. But on that recording, I don't hear the sound of a child of the age of 10. I don't hear any children involved in that New Year's Eve party recording. So what the heck's going on there? Tougher girls than you tried to kill me. Are you watching? Game of Thrones. Ah, okay, sorry. I'll let you continue. So I don't think it was a 10-year-old child that was in there. So that would suggest that it's not the right people. Who's the baby belong to? Because it sounds on the recording like the baby belongs to Ken. I thought that was Ken's voice. And Ken was introducing David, his son, to everybody else in the family. But if that was the case, then it can't be Ken. He's got to be like one or below the age of one. But then I thought, well, that suggests we're after somebody else. We're not after Ken Cooper and David Cooper. And this has been a complete red herring. Like David Cooper is a 10 year old David Cooper. The recorder belongs to another Ken, not Ken Cooper. That David Cooper isn't the right David Cooper and that Ken Cooper isn't the right Ken Cooper. It doesn't quite add up. If you understand what I'm saying, I know there's a lot of names flying around. I assume I'm making myself clear here. Let me know if I'm not, or let me know if you feel like paraphrasing it for other people, fair enough. But what I'm saying is, if David was born in 1961-1962, he's not going to be screaming like a baby in 1969-1970. We know that the baby is a he. We know that because Nana says, bring him in. So we know the baby's a he, and then we hear a man say, David. And I think he's saying that as if he's talking to a baby. He's like, David, David. He's trying to get him to look. And then we hear Ken introduce the baby to the family. Uncle Leslie, Auntie Shishi, Nana, Uncle Jeff, Auntie and David isn't one of the names he introduces him to. And we don't hear a 10-year-old child or a child on the rest of that recording, that New Year's Eve party. So David's the baby. But if David's the baby, it's not David Cooper. The only way it could be David Cooper is if that recording was taken in 1962. Now, you might be thinking, well, could it not be 1962? Why couldn't it be 1962? I mean, there's, there's two bits of the recording, if you remember, listeners. There's two bits of the recording. There's the first bit of the recording is 1962, seemingly. All the records are from 1962, and the radio show seems to be playing 1962 songs as well. 
So it could be a coincidence, it could be a recording from 1970 and it just so happens that the radio's playing a few jazz songs from 1962 and Ken, oh I'm assuming it's Ken or the man, is playing records from 1962. But I think it's safe to say that recording is from 1962. And then all of a sudden that music cuts off and we're into what I thought was 1969-1970. Well at first I assumed it was 1962. Logically, why would I assume that you skipped forward in time eight years? Like why would that happen? The only reason I thought that was because of this little bit. A man suddenly says in a Scottish accent, we're doomed. We're doomed! Well, I might be wrong here. I need to know, is it likely that someone is going to shout we're doomed in a Scottish accent? If I, I mean, I'm assuming that's what he's shouting there. Is it likely that someone would have done that before Dad's Army came out? Dad's Army came out in 1968. So I thought at that point, that dates the recording. That dates the recording to after 1968. Then my view was further corroborated by the fact that there were then music and radio recordings that seemed to come from 1970 or 1971. And then David Cooper, possibly the voice of David Cooper, mentions Apollo 14. Apollo 14 has taken off safely. That's on a different part of the recording, nothing to do with the New Year's Eve party. Different bit of the recording. So then I assumed that the first bit of the recording was 1962, the New Year's Eve party was 1970, which would explain why we then move into 1971. January the 31st, 1971, Apollo 14 launched, and that's why David is referring to it. We're calling him David, it may not be David. So the only reason I think, essentially, that this recording, this the New Year's Eve party, was made in 1969 or 1970, is because of the Dad's Army reference. Two words. That is the only reason I assume that this recording was made in 1969-1970 because of two words. And people might have been saying we're doomed in a Scottish accent before Private Fraser. I have no idea. Was it a Dad's Army thing exclusively or was it like a Scottish, you know, was that a well-known Scottish thing that people went, we're doomed, you know, it's like a bit of a trope before that. That's what I need to know. I don't know how I'm going to find that out. I suppose I need someone old enough who can say, actually, David, people probably would have done it before. Actually, it doesn't come from Dad's Army, it comes from, like, Macbeth or something like that, you know what I mean? If this recording is taken from 1962, then it could well be David Cooper, who is the baby, and then who is the voice on the recording, and then, unfortunately, is the person that died and was the son of Ken, who's also on the recording, and, unfortunately, has also died. That all sort of makes sense. The only reason it doesn't make sense is because of these two words, we're doomed, which I'm assuming is from Dad's Army, launched in 1968. If it is 1968, 1969, the recording, where's the other David come from? It's not Ken's, because Ken doesn't have another son called David. Jacqueline and David. There's only one David. You know that from the obituary. Unless it's the wrong Ken. Oh, God. So I feel as if we're sort of getting somewhere. I feel as if we're getting closer. Let me read. Oh, God. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, we've done that. We've, we've done that. Thanks. Just sat on my computer keyboard. <laughs> Set that going. Right, before we go, there's two things we need to do. I'm going to quickly read this comment that someone has sent. Okay, I'm paraphrasing just because I'm reading this off my phone. And it's difficult to read when the screen reader is talking in my headphones. Basically, they're saying that they don't think that the person who's reading the list of the names on the class player practice recording is one of the people who's in the play. He said, if I was the announcer in the play, I would surely name the people in it, but not myself. I don't know. Yeah, okay, I, I get that that's a possibility. And I, I've thought of that, obviously. But the recording doesn't have to belong to David Cooper and the voice doesn't have to be David Cooper. I mean, now that you've heard what I've told you, though, 
you might be starting to think, actually, it's likely that it is because of the whole Ken connection. Also, this person is suggesting that Facebook groups local to that area might be of use. I did a search on Google for Overdale School and I did a search, which is the school that they went to, and I did a search on Facebook for that as well. And there were groups, but there weren't many people in it and it didn't really seem to be yielding anything. But it wasn't an extensive search. And anybody else is very welcome, obviously, to do searches as well if they think they've got leads. But I didn't find anything. Got to go quite carefully now, I'm guessing, this person says, as it appears that one of the people involved in this might have died. Yeah, exactly. It puts a different spin on things, doesn't it? But I still think it's a tenable investigation and I don't think it would be right to say, right, someone's died, we're leaving it. There was always someone going to have died it's just a shame that it was someone so young so that's the thought the last thing i want to do before i go is check my emails to see whether i've got an email from stephen mainprice if i have i'm not going to read it today i'm just going to leave it as a cliffhanger because this has been a pretty long dollop already checking for mail checking for mail updated just now still nothing from stephen mainprice hopefully tomorrow until tomorrow thanks for listening goodbye